On tonight's episode, Michael's kinda in this? We watch Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Hello, welcome to the Flixology Podcast, a podcast that looks at all forms of media, analyzes it, and dissects it, whether it be movies, television, music, and sometimes if we feel fancy, literature. I'm your host, John, and joining me as always is my lovely wife, and sometimes humming that silver shamrock commercial jingle. It's it's April! April, how are you? Um... <laughs> I'm good now that this movie is over. Really? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I only liked like two or three things from this movie. That's fair. Uh, so we watched Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, a 1982 American science fiction horror film. And the third installment in the Halloween film series it is directed by Lee Tommy Lee Wallace and stars Tom Atkins, Stacey Necklin, and Dan O'Harely. I believe that's how... I try to pronounce it. Um, basically, this movie takes away anything resembling Laurie Strode, Michael Myers, or Haddonfield, and focuses on a man and a man and a woman trying to find out what happened to the lovely woman's father, uh, while also fighting su- supernatural forces um, from a Halloween mask company. April. What is your history with this movie? <laughs> is that going to be our new thing? I'm going to brand that somehow. Uh, all right, all right, all right. I mean, it's cool. Um, so this is my first time watching this movie, actually. Like, I thought I'd seen all the Michael movies, but technically I have because Michael's not s- in this movie. No, no, no. He but is. But he is on the TV that they're watching. For a preview for Halloween. For a preview for <laughs> Halloween, the movie, which I thought was... Okay, I got you. Well, I see what they did there. Well, here's another fun fact, too. Jamie Lee Curtis is actually in this movie. So there's, like, scenes where he's, like, calling the operator, and the operator's like, I can't get a hold of you. Yeah. And then there's, like, a, a van going around with a woman's voice going, make sure you go home and turn into the TV. That's Jamie Lee Curtis. Really? Yeah, I learned that I while doing even, my research. I didn't even recognize her. Well, Like, her voice, Well, you know? this was, like... Uh, I think I said 1982, so this was a couple years after Halloween. I mean, one. Yeah, yeah. 1982. Usually I would recognize her voice, but okay. Well, it's, it's four years okay. since the since the first Halloween. Let I me tell you what I did after. like about this movie, okay? There's some positive input for you guys. I did not like this movie. I would not recommend this movie, but I'll tell you what I did like. I like the ending. and i don't mean it's over i like the ending i mean i like the way it ended i thought it was kind of cool um and then oh dude tom yeah also um i like the vintage feel um and i liked (laughs) i liked the um like idea of it right like the concept i I feel like if this were not a michael movie and not in the halloween I, genre at all and it were just like a twilight type sci-fi movie it would be way cooler you see i was actually going to mention that because um i i actually even though this movie has flaws and everything and yeah when you think of halloween you think of michael and you know um john carpenter and deborah hill wanted to take away from michael they if it was up to John Carpenter, they would have just done the first two and not done any more. And they wanted to do like an anthology film series that would keep getting increasing with like new ideas every year. That'd be about some insane event on Halloween night. Yeah. I actually love that idea because it's like original storytelling. I mean, sure. I love Michael Myers. Don't get me wrong. I, I love Michael, 
but I kind of like the other idea a little bit more because it's like, well, if we didn't have Michael, other than this movie, what what's another idea we could have done? Like, more Michael. No. But I know if we don't have Michael. I get you, I get you, I get you. Like and like, I will say, like, I don't know, this movie was a little too sci-fi for me, for my taste, but I feel like if you're into sci-fi, definitely recommend this. If you're into 80s movies or 80s horror, definitely recommend well, I mean, like the idea of the, the of this thing is alone because first off, you have one of the. I love the 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 main hero in the story. He's played by Tom Atkins. I love D- Tom Atkins. I think he's great in this. I think he's great in another '80s like sci-fi-ish horror movie called Night of the Creeps. I know you've seen that movie on my collection. Yeah, I love that movie. And he's only in it for like maybe fifteen minutes. I loved him in Creep Show One, dude. I like him too. And then I love the villain in this movie. I love, I love his motive, and I don't want to get into his motive, but I mean, I love everything about him. Like he, it's like what you said when we were watching, and I said like I love how he can like turn from a smile to like a angry stare within the blink of an eye and you were like well he's a psychopath and it's like yeah he kind of is because his idea of what to do as like this big evil thing for halloween night is a horrible idea and it's yeah it's kind of almost like back in the day pinky and the brain mastermind i want to take over the world and destroy the world like it was so villain right and i think that's what makes it so cool and 80s and sci-fi is that yeah. whole like i want to take over the world mastermind mentality well that's, well, that's the thing though he and it was done in such a creepy way well that's the thing he didn't want to take over the world he just wanted to play the prank a prank on kids even though the kids would have died he just wanted to kill all the kids yeah but i mean that's like taking over the world like you know what kind of impact that would have you know oh yeah I mean, no, oh definitely. my gosh that's like insane well you know we were talking about you, you talked about how much you love the ending when we were watching the original credits and you saw the ending you were like that's it that's it that's how it ends i go yeah and if you really want to know how insane this movie was supposed to be they were gonna have children screaming over the credits to signify the ending well you know what? i think this was cool like during that time period for like commercialism and like you know, sales and all of those type behind the scene messages and stuff. Like, I thought that was really cool. Oh, this was like a huge um, anti-commercialism movie. No, without a shadow of a doubt. Like, I couldn't believe, like, how much of that. marketing and television and commercials and all that. Like, I mean, I don't know. That was cool. Um, And I think for its time, like, it was really cool and intimate. Can we just talk about, like, Mr. Smith, like, walking around in those tuxedos? Wasn't that, like, Matrix vibes? I Mr. actually... Mr. Anderson. That's Mr. what I'm Mr. Anderson. Like the robots. Guy. There are these robots dressed up in suits that just like walk around in sunglasses the whole movie. And they are robots. And I'm just like, that is so... Is that where the Matrix got their idea to do Mr. Anderson? No. Um, I, oh, that's the thing about the robots. Like, so the villain of this movie uses them to do his bidding, essentially, or kill people or whatever. And some of the deaths in this movie, especially, like, the robots do themselves, they're pretty impactful. Yeah. Like, there's literally a dude that literally just caved in a whole man's face because he was going to expose the idea, and he went to the hospital and do it. And then, I guess he was like, well, my bidding is done. He goes into a car, 
pours gasoline on himself, lights a match, and blows himself up. So, you know, it's like they have a self. It's like they have a suicide every time after they complete their plan or whatever. I don't know, but I really like what they did with the robots, and I really like how it, they're like the henchmen. It's not like a person; it's just a thing. Yeah. But I don't know. But um, I really like also in other Halloween movies. They reference this movie a lot. Yeah, so, so there was like that Easter egg in Halloween Kills. Yeah, so there are three masks that this company releases, and they market it through this insane jingle, which I'm not going to repeat it because if I do, it's it's be like a green face. witch face, a pumpkin yeah. head, and, and what a, a skull, a skull. But yeah, but that jingle is all over this movie, and it stays with you after you watch this movie. I got it out of my head as soon as possible. It stays with you. Oh, no. It'll get to you. It's you watch not going to get to me. If you watch this movie with more appreciation, it will get to you, too. Nope. I guarantee it. I'm not watching this movie again. Oh, that's so sad for you to say. I really love this movie. <laughs> I'll probably will. Uh, but I, obviously, you said you wouldn't recommend this movie. Okay. I, I, I wouldn't recommend this movie based off my taste, but if you're into 80s horror, if you're into sci-fi... And if you really just want to be true and see all the Easter eggs in the rest of the Halloween movies, yeah, sure, I would watch this movie just to be a completist like we are. I had to. If you take the, the title Halloween and you just called it Season of the Witch, I think this movie would have been a lot more successful. Now, this movie did make back its money, but it's also the very poorest in the box office because Michael's not in it. Because, yeah. And I get that, but... With this movie, I mean, the villain's fun. The main character's great. He's just a big old hound dog who literally hits up every woman he meets and has a case of beer in his hand. Um, Tom Atkins is great. The guy who plays Colonel Cochran, the villain, is wonderful. And I love the vintage vibes. Yeah, the vintage vibe is great. And then I just really love, like, the plot of the villain. Like, it's so evil it's so sinister well and then and i will say there is like a gore factor in this so like if you're oh, yeah, the gory stuff like that would be cool but i didn't like it for that factor well we well we were watching to each their own well yeah like one gore scene that comes to mind is um when the woman's messing with the button on the back and a laser hits her face and everything and they called it a misfire yeah and her face is like destroyed it's open and, and everything i thought that the um uh, like skill that it took to do like the facial reconstruction and like makeup and stuff to like oh, do yeah, the definitely. kills. I thought that was very talented, especially during that time. But as far as like seeing it from just like a watcher's perspective, like I'm not really into that. But I hated all the bugs and snakes. Yeah, no, that's I know what you got me. I I, I was like, no. If you took out the bugs and you took out the snakes in this movie, do you think you would enjoy it more? Yes. So the only reason why you don't enjoy it is because... It's not the only stuff. reason. That's just, like, part of it. I was just really bored. I was really bored. If I, they had, if they had given that. me... It, I don't require, like, a ton of action, but they didn't really give you a lot of dialogue either. So there was no dialogue, no, you know, drama or, like, anything. It was just, like, them being followed around and slowly killed off. Yeah. Um, And it, it, it was I'll, just it was weird. I'll agree with you on that. Um, for all purposes sake, I, again, I, I really do enjoy this movie. I don't think it's the best out of the Halloween franchise because it, it's Halloween. 
But I think if a standalone movie take the Halloween title out, I, I think it would have been a lot more successful. That's my opinion. Yeah. But that is going to be our review of Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. As always, if you want to get in contact with us, please send us an email at flixologypodcast at gmail.com or check us out on Instagram at flixologypodcast. And as always, please like, please subscribe, please review the show and write, and write a review and spread the word out. Now, April... We're going back to Haddonfield as Michael's back. We're watching Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. The Return of Michael. Thank God. Oh, I'm going to be in this picture too. (laughs) Dr. Lewis. Yes, I'm going to be monologuing all over the place again. Sir, this is a Wendy's. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, this is a Jamba Juice. (laughs) Uh, And then we get into like the start of the most annoying part of the Halloween franchise for me, the Thorn trilogy. I'm not looking forward to this. But as we join us tomorrow as we watch Halloween for the return of Michael Myers. And as always, this is the Flixology Podcast. I'm your host, John. And April. Take it easy.